This is the Empower Moms podcast with Alex and Chantel. Welcome to our podcast, the very first episode of Empower Moms. The Empower Moms podcast. Oh, I like yeah, and you're very curious. You hadn't heard it? No, I don't know that I knew the name. I like yeah, it. Kind of going with an empower theme because that's what we want to do. Like we want to bring it out of women and the podcast is about like women in business and moms in business okay. because it's pretty, pretty difficult to be a mom running your own business and be there just as well for your clients as you can for your children. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that later because there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of belief like that's a strong belief, especially in real estate. Like the big wigs are men, mm-hmm. and that like if you have young children, you just have to like bide your time until they're grown up for you to be successful. And we don't believe that. No. So we are talking with Michelle today because Michelle, you've been like such an awesome <laughs> part of my business, specifically for like the past two, three years. Yeah. Yeah, starting with branding photography, and then when Chantel and I partnered up, then you were the first person we thought of to capture who we are together as Village Realty Team. Yeah, and you're our first guest. So we're setting the bar really low. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, actually, really high. Because let me tell you, the first time I met you, you have to take photos of me in front of a camera which is so awkward but you made it not awkward and then you've been there for every single one of our events basically Mm -hmm. as much as you could Mm -hmm. to take photos in it or partake in it Mm -hmm. and your personality makes it easy yeah we wanted to have you first because you do a lot of things that women in real estate do which is you didn't start in your business from the beginning you went to school for something else you had a long career in something else had your side hustle and that a lot of women dream of just doing something that they love and they're told over and over that they're not going to be able to be successful in that that's their full-time gig mm-hmm. and or there's fear in it of yeah. not consistent oh. and money right or having the consistent paycheck yeah yeah so why don't you tell us or our people what you were doing okay. what you got into and how you got into it Okay. Uh, so I had a corporate job for 15 years. 15 years. <laughs> so I, I. You're not that old. No, I started when I was five. <laughs> I graduated, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. So I did just kind of a couple of years of general. I guess they called it general arts and science, where you kind of take a little bit of everything. Um, and absolutely learned some stuff and still apply some of the things that I learned during those two years of kind of wasted time to some people maybe but um and then I took a semester at child and youth worker and I really thought that's what I wanted to do and then I realized that I wasn't into it and to me it wasn't like when you're an accountant and you're in a cubicle somewhere and you're you know every day you hate your job right you can just go and do your job and leave like when you're caring for children and you're you know helping them navigate these things yeah I felt like you needed to be all in and so I had energy yeah and a lot of people at that time I don't know if it's the same now but they would have to have two or three part-time jobs just to have kind of a full-time income and so that could you know change the landscape of 
what your life looked like with family or just your availability. Decided at that point that I could get in and fast track through the law clerk program at Fanshawe if I went through the summer. So I actually did the two years in a year and a half or whatever. I just, I didn't take a summer. I just kept going. And then right out of college, I guess. So I graduated in December and then in February, Valentine's Day, I started working. And so like it was right out of there and then just started working. So I worked, I was hired to split between what they called Aboriginal law at that time and municipal law. So expropriation, stuff like that. And then just kind of kept working and stayed there and changed departments a couple of times. And then when I left in September, I was in the commercial litigation. So high pressure. Uh, yeah. And did you love it? Like, was there a point that you, well, there are pieces that I did love, okay. right? And I know even now the stuff that a lot of the stuff I learned, I still use now. Like being able to, like some of the life skills that a lot of artistic people, mm-hmm. or some of the skills that you need um, to run a business, people that are heavily artistic maybe don't necessarily have that focus. So having had the writing letters and all of that stuff, like properly being able to connect with clients and carry yourself and move in certain ways that I still use now. Mm -hmm. It was always very interesting because in Comlet, you rarely did the same thing twice, you know, day to day, like I'm sure. But we did everything from contract disputes, neighbor disputes to employment law to, you know, a realtor being sued because of whatever. So it was always a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So that I enjoyed when COVID hit. We were all very lucky to be able to keep our jobs and work from home. They had our IT department had us all online really, really quickly. My mom actually had gone in for surgery right when the pandemic started. So I was able to work by her bedside even at the hospital. So, I mean, they did an amazing job with that. But, you know, it, it was almost 20 years of it's like family right and and it was kind of like if I'm not doing this I don't know who I am I don't know what you know what that looks like so so yeah I I did there were definitely pieces that I enjoyed there were pieces that were challenging where'd the creativity part come from like where did photography start yeah your creative side to begin with well the irony of it all is that I don't consider myself artistic I, I can't draw I can't can't sing like I like, those are just two parts yeah I mean like yeah yeah and that's it right like being artistic is such a huge spectrum but like I never like I took drama in high school because I didn't want to do art like I you know what I mean yeah I am not that's not my thing yeah, um so that that it's ironic but I had a cupcake and cake business oh, you did I did for a new years that's <laughs> Ah, uh, so like birthday cakes and weddings and oh my yeah yeah yeah. So that was a lot of fun. So that was your first side hustle. That was my first side hustle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I did that and uh, wrapped that up when I was pregnant because being diabetic, I didn't know how that was gonna go. Right, and I didn't want to take orders. Of, you know, I mean, the rules were a little lack then compared to now, like with home bakeries and stuff. So yeah, I mean. Yeah. This stuff would all be different now, I'm yeah. sure. But yeah, so I thought, well, when I get back to it, uh, like, you know, when I have the time and the capacity to, I'll just pick it back up again and right. whatever. So I just packed everything up. And um, then when, by the time I got to the point where that was kind of an option, by then we had figured out that our son had a whole bunch of 
dietary challenges and he's celiac and he has a whole bunch of anaphylactic allergies that are food-based and he has you know so it was kind of like well this is maybe not for me anymore yeah yeah so and only within the last couple of years have I actually gotten back to doing some cakes and cupcakes for things and you know it's kind of nice just because now it's just like hobby right yeah something to to do no for sure yeah for yeah time. yeah so kind of like well i need something like which is again funny because yeah i don't think of myself as being artistic and needing that expression but in the moment i was it just something wasn't complete you're right you know and did you have that like have you always had the entrepreneurial side of you too then no yeah no and i'm not from a family of entrepreneurs so in what <laughs> okay. So wild, yeah. yeah. It's just a wild. So I think some of the limiting beliefs that I still care now, and I mean, I don't. I certainly don't fault my parents, but it's like I think to myself, well, I can't do these things because what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. is just going to a job forty hours a week, putting in a nine to five, coming home. You know what I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. So yeah, I had a really old, just like a cannon rebel, and thought, well, I'm gonna try and see. If I could figure it out. Yeah. Because I had no idea. My whole family has always loved pictures. Like there are albums and albums and albums of photos like growing up. Yeah. You know. So you said that was, was it seven years ago? You I just had my sixth anniversary in November. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. So like I have a very modest private account. And I didn't want to put like my own crappy photos there. <laughs> so I thought, okay, well, I'll just start like an Instagram account. It'll be like faceless. No one will know because when they suck, no one will be. <laughs> I don't think your yeah. photos are awful. <laughs> so yeah, so I just started and I just, I didn't know what to call it. So I just called it me with like my initials. Like, yeah. Like me photography because I was like, well, I think that's great. I do. Everybody, yeah. nobody has anything similar everyone goes on the realm of like mm-hmm. something photography based mm-hmm. they don't have and then it's nice that you can use that um, well it became so easy for yeah. getting right <laughs> yeah 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 and me photography is a lot of it is personal branding and business branding so it works so well for what you do do i think yeah. that that's part of again the limiting beliefs right is that because it's just been so organic yeah i would just say to like friends of mine or whatever like can I take pictures of whatever you your family yeah so I think because of that like I'm definitely a firm believer that um you can learn not necessarily in a classroom like I 100% believe that Mm -hmm. but I do think that the byproduct of that is that sometimes you doubt your abilities and you doubt your skill set and you doubt you know your path and you think oh my goodness you know yeah, but then there's another side to that because to be commended on just doing it because then there's people that are waiting to be knowledgeable enough. Just try it. Well, and that's it. If you fail, it's okay. That's how you learn, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know Joanna Gaines from A Fixer Upper. Mm-hmm. She didn't ever go to school for interior design. She just she just loved doing it. Yeah, and so right. I'm right about that. Yeah, you read the Magnolia yeah. story too. And people think like, oh, you have to go to school for a long time to be an expert at whatever you're doing. And you really don't. Like things like real estate or law. Yeah. Like these creative jobs um, and running a business, you you don't always need that. And I think people need to sometimes have the permission to go ahead and 
know that they don't need permission to yeah, yeah truly yeah. and it's that progress over perfection right and like i was saying to you about like, i've always wanted to have a podcast but i haven't and then you start thinking well why not you know yeah is it because you're afraid to fail or is it you know uh so but you kick these ideas around whatever it may be mm-hmm. because you're so afraid and- well i think that is like the majority of the reasons behind someone not moving forward in something they've always dreamed of even whether it be like a trip or a crazy career or something they wanted to try there's a fear in something they didn't throw excuses or reasons at you all they want but at the end of the day it is your choice than what you are doing in the moment or want to do and if you want that just figure out how to do it just do it it's not that easy it's not not that easy it sounds easy to say it out loud but i think even just writing it down or putting a little step in or okay if it is a podcast like let me just use my phone and do a video and be like hey I'm just out. <laughs> What's up? If I want to talk to these women because I feel like it. You don't want to be embarrassed, right? Yeah. I don't know. Wanna, and it's almost like for me, it wasn't until I went I, and I didn't leave to go full time necessarily. I think that was just a very awesome byproduct. Totally. Um, but it wasn't until I had left my corporate job that if somebody asked me what I did, I would say I was because I, I'm just like, that's. <laughs> yeah so really it, yeah it's not you know what i mean and so even um you know when i'm in social settings like people are surprised to hear that first of all i don't think <laughs> being in retired i think they just they don't realize that you can make yeah right do you find yourself saying i'm a branding photographer but i used to be a yeah Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Like I'll say, oh, yeah. I just left my like. I feel like years from now, I'm still in, and I just left my job. Yeah. Like, just in case it doesn't work out, you know. Like, but you're not new in it. Like, yeah. you've been you've been working with realtors and other business owners for years, mm-hmm. so you don't have to do that. No, I can just knew I do. Oh, right. Yeah, but I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm a realtor. I was a dental hygienist for seven years full time. Yeah. Like, why did I? Yeah. Why is why that better? better? Yeah. Why is yeah. that better? Because I went to college. Like, I don't know, but maybe that's a limiting belief. I ask that question because I I do it every day. Yeah. And where someone asks me what it is, I mean, if nothing else, you can look on that as being like, well, they can't take your education. Right? Yeah. So yeah. down the road, should you decide to change and go back? Like, it doesn't. You know, I was talking about boundaries the other day with someone and i said you know like the nice thing about boundaries is that you can continually change them right and you can decide for yourself where that life is so someday down the road you might say well i don't want to do yeah real estate anymore and go back to it they can't take that education yeah right so you yeah Mm. so on the topic of boundaries a lot of business owners and especially moms have trouble setting boundaries with their clients when it comes to running their business because they always want to be there Mm -hmm. they (laughs) we we've heard moms in real estate say like because i'm a mom and i'm up 24 7 i'm available to answer your call or your text any time of the day Mm -hmm. and i it's it's really tough because you're putting yourself in a really difficult spot so how have you started setting boundaries after taking this on full time and leaving corporate world so that you still respect the time with your family. I was awful at even before. Yeah. Like great 830 to 430 hours. Uh, and especially when we all went 
online home. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm here for home. Yeah, because my office was just down in the basement. So I could just put down there and do whatever at whatever time. But I didn't start out very well with the boundary um, piece. And I wasn't even sitting down until 8, 9 p.m. to start watching videos and tutorials and reading articles and trying to figure this stuff out. Um, and then I would be up until 2, 3 in the morning and then do it all over again the next day. Oh, my gosh. So I did that for about a year. And I had worked super, super hard to get my diabetes all figured out and under control. And I managed to pretty much undo most of what I had done in that oh, course of year. Yeah, I was really, really sick because I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't eating, sleeping. I wasn't, I, you know, I, I wasn't moving my body because I was like trying to absorb every free second yes. to, to throw myself into this. Yeah. Um, throughout the years, I got a little bit better. But of course, when you take out 40 hours of your week committed to a corporate job and you think, Okay, I need to. I need to take. I need to be available at any moment. You know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I'll, I was awful there too. Not so much in the winter because there wasn't anything I could do about it. The sun set by. You know, yeah. By o'clock, so I can't shoot. So. Yeah. yeah. Since leaving, I've kind of gotten a bit better. There are some non-negotiables in my day. I work out pretty much every day, <laughs> Monday to Friday, and that's. Good for you. That is happening. <laughs> like even before I came here this morning, like I, that is happening. Um, I typically shoot Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, just because then I know when my days are that I'm shooting for the yeah. most part. Mondays I typically use just for admin. Yeah. So that I can kind of ease into the week. And um, like I do have um, some challenges, some mental health challenges, anxiety, stuff like that. <laughs> so I found for myself that was kind of just a nice way to start mm -hmm. the week out right all of the admin work the emails the all of that stuff and then fridays i'm you know whether i'm doing admin or whatever mm -hmm. i sometimes i might shoot but that's typically the tuesday wednesday thursday right and then you know on weekends like i things like on my email i have an auto response saying i'll get i lost you had only four hours with a human response but i got your yeah. email so thank you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah. i would get an email and i would think oh my god i have to respond right now it, it's just a lot it just took some of that pressure off and i don't have that on my dms but mostly i don't do a ton actual business through yeah like i'll connect with my clients and keep in touch with people but it, like when it comes to scheduling sessions and stuff like that i typically like to funnel that through my email so that it's all like yeah I mean, like i just things like that and you know there are times that come up i was in bradford a couple of weeks ago and i was talking to a client who needed something like immediately and but i wasn't like i was there for family yeah so i wasn't well family you know in the car driving from one place to the other yeah sure yeah right like i think um their boundaries are hard whether it's because as women we tend to try and do it all right um but most people understand and most of my clients are women yeah so they get it right and like, to say oh i can't yeah you know i'll get back to you right now i'm doing this mm -hmm. i mean i think it's just a response in general that yeah. really lets people know that you're sorry i can't right now but i'll find an answer and i'll get right back yeah, yeah. like just that alone your auto response email and let yeah. people know okay within 24 hours okay yeah like, mm -hmm. and it's usually pretty close like on, yeah. on weekends it might be a bit longer to think what i'm doing but yeah. um you know that way there's that touch point right there you feel like you're kind of being cared for right and then you know i'll do my best to whether it and it might be at night but it may be that during the day i was you know taking my mom to something or I was you know what I mean yeah. like my days are kind of 
flex in that way, which is a lot of why I laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like our families aren't getting any younger and being able to go to appointments and care for people. My mom's partner had a big call December, I think it was. And I was able to take him to him and sit there yeah. day and not think, yeah. what is happening at the office? And, you know, yeah. not that my employer was a monster. No. I mean, they were lovely. That was neat. That would have been, it's your own gift. That's what's high with it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So just that flexibility, be able to care people to become more involved. Yeah. Church, you know, like things like that. Yeah. And having that time and space and being able to. What about social media? So how did your me account explode so greatly? And like, give us a little insight. How often do you post? Like, is there, is there, do you stick to a schedule with that or, and how much business comes from socials? A lot of my business. Yeah. It's it's so visual. Yeah. I think that, right. Like, and, and I don't really like Facebook, but it was a lot easier years ago on Instagram, I think. I think if I was to start a new account today, it wouldn't, it would take a lot longer to accumulate the number of followers that I have yeah. now. So you talked a lot about the algorithms changing. Like you post, I've seen probably two or three posts from you on that in the last like year, two. It's wild. Like you would yeah. post something and you get, you know, a hundred likes or whatever, let's mm-hmm. yeah. as an example. And now you might get like 20 and like, Honestly, I don't really care about that. To me, that's a vanity metric. It's the same right. as followers. And I, I care for my followers greatly, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when everybody was in this rush to get to 10,000 because they wanted the swipe up feature or whatever. Yeah. That was a vanity metric. And the truth of the matter is, like, think of what 10,000 people look like. Yeah. Right? You can't care for 10,000 people. You can't. And especially for me, I don't. I don't sell a product that somebody in the UK mm-hmm. is going to order. Yeah. Right. So having followers that are great or over there would be great, but not for the point of my business, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I try and be as consistent as possible mm-hmm. at least once a day, whether it's, and it used to be for a while there, I was doing when reels exploded and I did have some that did quite well. Mm-hmm. But again, that comes with, with, issues yes i had um two early on when reels first started that went you know a quarter million something like that half a million which at that time was huge like now people are getting millions of views on yeah so whatever take it okay thanks to that um and it was great and it was a stupid reel really yeah it was a lot of the stupid don't understand why it was something like um talking about how coffee was like water what? or something <laughs> because you pull cough like because because it is a vent- like it is water and then it becomes spot- like it was something like that i don't even remember that's how non-important it is and and it blew up yeah and then i was getting all of these comments and like dms and stuff of people accusing me of misleading people because coffee's so bad for you and it's hydrating and all of these and I was like, okay, first of all, I am not a like this is not a fitness account. This is not no, like, no. like, Oh my gosh. And then they just feeling people but then it got worse. Then it was like, You're old. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> like I'm an eighties baby. <laughs> you know, you're fat. You're this, you're that. And I'm like Just from just coffee, from like popular right? real. So people are just being pro for the sake being cool and it was like 
and they're strangers it, yeah it's it was it was awful and so then you know i turned off the comments on it because i was like oh i have to keep this reel because of the it's had such great views and so then i turned the comments off and then they're commenting on other re- like other pieces of my content saying all of these nasty things and it was like you know what and i just deleted them yes yeah. Yeah, like I don't deleted the comments. No, deleted the, the whole. The rails. Yeah, I deleted two of them. Yeah, I deleted both because I had had it. I was I happened to be having a really bad stretch of time, um, mental health wise. Yeah, and I just I couldn't hack it. I yeah, how? Yeah, couldn't hack it. And so, uh, if nothing else, it did create some content afterwards about everybody wants to go viral, but do you really want to? Right, and then um, you know talking about the not so great parts of that and yeah. so now i'm i'm fine if if i post something and it gets 20 likes that's fine because yeah. to me like i said it's a vanity metric and it doesn't necessarily what your business is doing no. right, right? Mm-hmm. and i know lots of very very successful businesses that don't have a very good social media account and that's not i'm not slagging them that's just the reality of it because yeah. they're so busy and you're yeah. a successful business that they don't yeah I yeah. talked to a few years the last one was a, a burnout guy. And I asked for a client, I'm like, do you happen to have like an Instagram account or like an internet, like a web page or whatever that I can send to my client so she can see your work? And mm-hmm. and he was like, no. He he straight up was just like, I don't do that. Yeah. It's like, I'm all word of mouth and I'm successful because my work shows me yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel that I, and I think that's great. Here's my client's number. Every yeah. call, yeah. like, I just agree. Yeah, it's great. I just, I do find that socials help you, even if you're not very consistent, which we haven't been right. in recent times. I find they help show. It's like your resume. Yes. And so, yes, I'll, we don't get a lot of business from our socials, but we get referrals, and the referral goes to our socials mm-hmm. because they're looking for something. You're yeah. looking for a website, an yeah. active website social accounts and they do the background check to make sure you're legit oh and i don't want to just be legit i want people to see and know that we're real people and i think it puts puts personality behind yes yeah okay i've got a name and a team name but like who are they yeah am i actually going to connect with them to purchase the biggest thing i've ever needed to purchase like Mm. to me i'd want someone to connect with in order to do that because oh yeah it's a scary thing right but for any business Depending what it is, photography especially, I would say, like, it's awkward in front of the camera if you don't have the personality for it or if you're at all shy. They they see the necessity of it. Right. Absolutely. I think that it's it's definitely a good resume thing for first because it is such a visual platform. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I'm happy to see that photos are kind of becoming more the focus on that platform <laughs> yeah we're slowly maybe getting that way but again like i don't care i don't care if i'm getting i care that i'm connecting with the people that i want to connect with yeah and i have faith that my oh, content will get to where and i think as long as you're continuing to contact like to maintain that contact you know consistently um whether it's instagram or facebook kind of trying to connect and people feel comfortable and they feel confident and they get to know you yeah and like that doesn't mean you have to put everything 
on there. Like I'm definitely not an oversharer by any means. There's things that I don't share. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't talk about on there. Um, but as long as there are things that you do focus on that you can connect, you know, other people can connect with things like, you know, I'll post, I don't post that I've worked out. I'll sometimes hear from people and be like, Hey, what's going on? Like they, they use it as their, like, you know, automation. Yeah. They're not even shot. So that, that's important to me. If I post like yesterday, I, <laughs> I was shooting something and I had a steak and oh, it was just like, like steak. Yeah. If, if I could do that, I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all you know, ninety pounds of her was like I would really like. So people were commenting back to my stories about that because I mean, Bella is a big hit. Even yeah, yeah, you know, people can connect with that, right? So as long as there's things that you yeah. do share that people can connect with, um, it doesn't necessarily to share for now. Do you get tired sharing though? Especially if you make it a daily thing, are you are you asking yourself like? Hey, what can I do today? I still really enjoy social media. Mm-hmm. I do. Really I was gonna say it's probably more of a habit now. Yes. Like it's just habitual. You just yeah. Every day you're like, this is good. I'll do. And I also don't sit on my phone if I post that I am somewhere, unless it's something like your event tonight. I'll yeah. probably post those while I'm there. Right. Nine times out of ten, I will post it after I've left. Right. So I'm never where I say that. I forget all the time. Like I get yeah. a lot of pictures and video. And then my my day happens, and then it just doesn't happen. This morning I was at a showing, and I have taken video mm-hmm. of like just quick clips of walking around this gorgeous house. Mm-hmm. And I want to take that because it's important to us to show yeah. that we're active in the business and what we're seeing on a daily basis. And then I forget to post it, and then I'm then I feel weird, like oh, this happened no. yesterday. Later. Yeah, do it, do it. I have videos right now that I. Well, last week I was at a boutique that I shoot. Yeah. And like, I've got videos from that. I've got, I had three sessions last week. My son's fifth birthday was December 5th. <laughs> and I posted for my other two children, but I haven't posted for him. So on yeah. January 5th, I was like, months later on the day, gonna do it. Yeah. Didn't do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, I don't care. I am gonna post yeah. for his birthday, even if it's Six months later, yeah, but it will happen. Yes. What is your support like? Like for now, having this type of career, mm-hmm. being a mom, being a wife, being a mom, all of the things. What's your support like for life and for work? I have a lot of support, like yes. great support. Um, when I say a lot, I don't mean many. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I tend to be a very private, very like quiet person. I honestly envisioned you the popular cool oh, one. Honestly. Yeah, no. Gene, you're edgy now. Well, I like that. Yeah. No, no, I was like, oof. Ooh, I was bullied before bullying was in You were both bullied. Yeah, yeah it's it's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that stuff sticks with you, whether people say it does. 20 percent Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, very supportive um group that I have, very supportive spouse. Very, very supportive. Um my mom also my mom is my world, like Amazing. my absolute world. If I could be like her and her two sisters. Um, are they in town too? Um, One aunt, is, well, my mom and what is the other one's just kind of area. So, uh, yeah. So I actually hang out with them regularly. It's friends. Like, you're saying, you're too. I have a lot of old. You're tearing up. I know, because I just like them so much. I know, don't tell them. <laughs> I just said it. 
when when this all came to be and and I was considering leaving again, like I'm not from a family that that's normal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like it was like every kind of limiting belief that could come up, I would make it up. If it didn't exist already, I made it up, and there was no way I could do this. Right. But they were once they were all on board, and they were like, you can do it. One hundred percent. That's how they. I made the decision. Yeah. And lucky for me, some of my friends and my personal friends are also clients, which is great. So mm-hmm. they kind of get to see both sides. I'm like I said, I'm super involved in my church, so yeah. that is a huge layer. Um, our we our minister is about our age, so Whoa, that's in same kind of era, you know, same timeline in there in his life. Um, as we are, so like young families and, and all of that stuff. So very great sounding board there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just kind of all of that stuff. And if it's not important, just letting it go and you know focusing on meet. If if people meet me halfway, excellent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like find those people that are just as invested as you are 100%. in their lives, right? So yeah. I think that. I mean, COVID did some good things. I, you know, it did some bad things, but it did some good things. And I think it yeah. opened up a lot of our eyes to what's going on and focusing on the good things and the people that are important. Yeah. 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 And, and realizing what's important. And it doesn't necessarily mean dollars and cents, which is a very privileged way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. And I saw Mindy. Oh, yes. yes. And she, Mindy Williamson. Yes. Yes. She was very clear to me that I am not like that how I feel feeling different from my family like in that respect like being an audience is that's 100% me and Mm -hmm. you know you're here to break the mold yeah so we listened to the Ed Milet show on the regular and uh Ed Milet was saying in his episode from yesterday Tuesday he was saying and he has said for a long time that um, the unreasonable he calls it, but that that means in other people's eyes, mm-hmm. the unreasonable ones are the ones who look different from their family, who are successful, who push the boundaries, who yeah. break the mold, and um, he calls them the one in mm-hmm. in the family who breaks out of what their norm is mm-hmm. and that, changes the life yeah. for their family. Yeah, and that's exactly what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So and you're also teaching your son that he can do it too. Yes. I, that's one of those, we're very intentional with him. I don't hide that stuff. And when things are difficult within the business or even, you know, like if I'm working out where I work out is not far from like where the TV and the toys and all that stuff are. So, you know, he'll look and he'll see me over there just sweating and like, you know, this isn't easy because I'm wanting you to see what it looks like. You know, I want to set that example of working hard. Yeah. Um, and being consistent. I think it's just as good to talk about the bad stuff. Like you can teach your, your kids how great things are and how successful you are. But I think it's really good to teach them the hard stuff you had to get through to get yeah. here. Yeah. And it's okay to start at the very, very bottom yeah. in order to get to the very, very top, which seems unreachable. Mm-hmm. I think that needs to be what is the norm. It needs to be yeah. taught that that should be the norm. Yeah. Was the norm. But maybe stones are meant to be. Because I think those stepping stones are forgotten in our generation oh. a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. And people just expect that they're just going to get where they want to be in a few years and don't 
they don't realize or don't remember that it takes time. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like that's what they say, right? If anything worth having, you know, it takes. Like it's what you know what I mean. I know. Yeah. yeah. Anything worth having takes effort. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And consistency and just continually, you know, learning things. Like I'm taking courses now mm-hmm. to do things that maybe one day I could offer. Yeah, cool. You know, do I have time to do it right now or the energy or the mental bandwidth? Not really. Yeah. But keep moving the yardsticks to, you know, yeah. better myself and be able to offer new things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe last question. What do you um, envision for me photography? Is it, do you have bigger dreams or is it still the starting days of you, you doing this on your own? And as you're just a few months in, from leaving your corporate mm-hmm. um, job for uh, almost 20 years. No, it's a long time. I don't, I see a lot of my colleagues that have like teams and like associate shooters and stuff. That doesn't interest me. I, I for better or for worse, it's just not, I don't think my vision from some, um, I, somebody of colleague, I guess you would say, um, was saying to me the other day that, I shouldn't play so small and that I should go after the bigger names and the bigger companies and the bigger, you know, and I said, that's fine. And I see what you're saying. However, the small businesses and the local entrepreneurs, that's how I got here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to just leave that. Like, I love yeah. that. I love, you know, last week I had a new business and they're just launching and, and like the excitement and that, that feeling out of, you know, they don't know what they're doing and they don't, you know, and it's like a first house. It's, it's a first house. Right? Like you would never just stop selling the people that had never bought a house. No, right? because you're going after the big dogs, right? Yeah. So, um, although I respect their point of view, I didn't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to forget those people and those businesses. I want to continue to do that. Yeah. Things may change in that, like the course that I'm taking is a videography course. Right. And so, you know, can I offer talking head videos to my clients? Can I offer for realtors, you know, when you're walking around showing off a property, I have a drone, I can do, you know, that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, things like that. Just so I think expanding, not necessarily this way, but kind of this way mm-hmm. um, and being able to offer extra things that make sense for the business. I'm not going to all of a sudden start doing some weird, you know, nothing related. Yeah. I've kind of carved out this niche and I love doing it. Um, so just being able to have things to kind of add on, you know, I've had people approach me about, will I do their social media? Will I, you know what I mean? And, and I do love the idea of it. Yeah. It's like a difficult area to work within yeah. because you really have to know your clients and you have to know the way that they carry themselves and the things that they move and even like their narration. Yeah. So that's a really tricky one. Mm-hmm. Also learning to say no. Yeah. If it's something you really don't want that's to do. That's a good one. Yeah. That's tough to do when you're totally in your wheelhouse or however you say it. Is that, is that bad? Okay. I feel like we're going to have lots of safety. Is it a wheelhouse? Is it a wheelhouse? We're getting your addiction. I'm going to use that. 100%. It's okay. But um, totally something you would do. Um, But if it's not something you want to do, like, no, that's a tricky one. And and be able to say and say no, especially if it is something that's within your niche area. Right. And I know for me, I've had to, I 
I'm not going to lie. If somebody new reaches out to me and I've never met, I'll look at who follows them or whatever and I'll reach out. Um, part of that is safety. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, and you guys would be in a similar spot, yeah. right? Yeah. Like being women, mm-hmm. being, you know, like there was a time that I met a client downtown and he ended up being just a beautiful human being. Yeah. But I didn't know him, didn't know anybody that knew him. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> Like immediately, like that's there's no like zero to There's no in between. And so when he got there, we had a good laugh because you know I said he said something that he was uncomfortable by it. I don't know what it was that in particular, but I said, well, I thought I was going to get murdered. So like, you know, and it was a good kind of opener. Yeah. Um, but I do some digging if I don't, and also like especially like during the pandemic when I when we were able to work mm-hmm. although commercial didn't close I stopped for a while mm-hmm. um just because with immune systems in the house I didn't want yeah to anyone to get sick mm-hmm. and caring for older people like you know my head not pulled and, and all of yeah that, right um so I uh I had to be very careful because the people that were maybe on the other side of how I felt in that situation it may not have been a good idea to be in a closed in area yeah with yeah. people that were out you know not following the rules when i yeah. worked so hard to follow them to keep the people i love safe yeah right? yeah um without getting like too yeah controversial yeah. but that yeah. was something that i had to consider right yeah. i have people in my family that have all sorts of problems that right. you know health challenges that that would have really mm-hmm. you know i know mm-hmm. one in particular ended up on an iv drip because he got oh. and we had to rush him to the hospital to get treated. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just things like that, like checking out who these people are because, yes. you know, you just never really know. Yeah. And then if it's someone you don't align with, yeah, having to, yeah. oh, I'm booked or. Yeah. And the more successful you are, the more you can say no, because you don't feel that same sort of desperation as you would in like year one yeah. like i just need any business well i'll take money from wherever yeah yeah, and, yeah. yeah. an initial consult though or conversation regardless of the business that you're in is so important it is so important. because they're deciding if they want to work with you you're deciding if you want to work with them and it's okay either way if in the third option opposite happens where either one of you just want to walk away i think that was a huge game changer for me when i realized that I picked them just as much because I was always just so grateful. Okay. Ready? I was like, oh, whatever you need. Yeah. yeah. And I got to the point where I was like, no, no, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, and once you started, you know, I started having more aligned clients. Yeah. Uh, with me. I mean, I'm pretty easy going for the most part. There's a few small things that are kind of down low or but there's a few things that are definitely like red buttons for me but like for the most part if it's not illegal it's not hurting anybody go for it and I was like that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be involved in it yeah 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 okay one last thing what would you tell other mamas or other women who want to start but haven't yet or anything what do you have for them what's the little nugget they should take with them definitely take care of yourself first because you know you're not any good to anybody if you're not taking care of yourself and self-care isn't selfish i know that's a big like buzzword but it's true yeah um and you know what you might not be able to do it all tomorrow 
but do something that moves those weird sticks along. Like something, it could be something small. It could be, you know, get a new Demi account and learn about whatever it is, or, um, you know, sign up for a webcast or something. Yeah, and maybe you can't go back to school, but maybe you can do, you know, a distance course or something when you have time and the baby's cool. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, you don't. I, I think you were right. Like people forget the work that it takes to get there, mm-hmm. and the amount of time that it gets, you know, that it takes to get there. But sometimes I think if you just kind of one step in progress over perfection again. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, just do something small. You know, learn, you know, if you're, if you're, you find that you struggle with the business end, find a course on whatever. Yeah. The economic side of it or the, you can't write letters well, well then you take a push thing or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't have there, that's small courses on that you can look at. Yeah. Uh, and there is a ton of, I mean, there's a ton of stuff online, but um, there are some really helpful tutorials yeah. and articles and blogs and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all of that stuff. Like, I, you know, I don't know if anybody reads my blog, but, like, I'm constantly putting stuff on there. A lot of it becomes content on social media. Yeah, really, if you follow yeah. that, then you see it. Right. Uh, because I'm just repurposing it. Yeah. But I think, yeah, just small steps. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you want to be a photographer pick up a camera and if you don't have a camera and you want to get an old junky one that's what i did yeah just start there just start as starter yeah i think that's a pretty big theme too because like i struggle with the perfection thing and i have had to focus on the progress Mm -hmm. over that perfectionism and just doing one little thing at a time and a lot of the time we have these big goals and dreams and even one event we're like how are we going to do that i don't know we'll figure it out and it's usually the week of i wait i can figure it out it is but i see so, but it, it was the it's not going to happen or like our podcast like you said you want to start a podcast i think i've been saying that for two years and then we've been together for seven months as a team and when we first got together she said oh my god i wanted to do a podcast too yeah and it's just taken this long even to to kind of we feel like throw it together yeah it's exciting and it will grow we don't That's need right. to have everything perfect from the get-go <laughs> and you don't need like you were saying well i've got iphones and you know do it on your like when i started with a junkie camera i upgraded to another old used cam yeah, yeah. it wasn't until about a year or two ago that i bought my first new piece of equipment everything i bought had been used or secondhand or you know what i mean yeah I, it doesn't have to be you don't need a cadillac like right out the gates right just keep moving along and you know you get there eventually yeah. or maybe you find something else and you don't even realize it but you have to get on that path and check out me photography yes yes or look at our branding, Village Realty Team, because she's <laughs> done all of our sister. Yeah. And at our events, reach out. I'm like, I will talk to people all day long. Like, I'm not rude about it. I'm, I don't gatekeep. I don't, like, why would it cost ever? Yeah. Real. It's me. And, you know, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Keep it. Keep it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today on our first I know guest podcast. Yeah, it was only out from here. Yeah, it's only out from here. Yeah, we'll have you back in a year. I'm going to be for a while over a million. That's right. Yeah. Bring him in.
bring my people in the country and they're going to be simply invited. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, follow Village Realty Team. Yeah. Village.realtyteam on Instagram. And subscribe to uh, get our podcast on the weekly. And And where are we finding it? We're finding it on all channels. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you. We did it. We did it. We should have brought one of those mini, like, (laughs) champagne (laughs) bottles.